If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood with Chris and Rachel. We're talking about all things parenting. The mishaps, the struggles, and maybe even some motivation. Grab your coffee. Or wine. And join us for some real talk. Hey everyone, welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast with Chris and Rachel. We're here tonight with a very special guest. And her name is Camille and she is with... um, Go ahead and tell us a little bit about your account and how you started it, Camille. Okay. Um, so I'm Camille and I run Friday We're in Love. We're FridayWe'reInLove.com on the blog. And then on Instagram and most social platforms, we're Friday We're in Love as well. So it makes it very easy. Um, yeah. What else do you want to know about? How many kids do you have? Let's start there. Okay. I have two boys. Um, I have a three and a half year old and then I have a five month old. Oh, so you still have new little ones. Yes. Very, very new, very crazy time of life. I'm not sleeping a ton and not because they aren't great sleepers. Just life is just a little bit of chaos right now. Um, yeah. I have, we, I have a three you. and a half year old boy. So I feel sorry for you. It's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun, but they are definitely a lot of work. They get a lot of opinions around that age. Yes, everything. And what they love one day, they might hate the next day. Oh, yes. That that (laughs) hasn't gone away for mine. So That's what I was about to say. I have four boys, and they've all gone through that, and they all still go through that. So good luck. They just have their things. Like Adeline will love blueberries for a month, and then she'll hate them. And I'm like, wait, I just bought an entire carton of blueberries. That's when they pick that they hate it, when you buy a stock. Yeah, when you go to Sam's and you buy in bulk, they're like, meh, mom. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so we're super excited about this topic. This isn't, I feel like there's like a million um, Instagrammers out there. And this is, dating is not really something that people are talking about. So I'm so curious to hear your points of view and kind of get a little more information. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. So what kind of made you start sharing date ideas? Okay, so back in the day, Blogs were the social platform, right? Mm -hmm. And we started out as this really personal thing. Um, I have this crazy backstory, like made-for-TV movie, 60-minute episode. Um, If you like drama, you can read a little bit on my about page um, (laughs) on my blog. I won't get into much here. But I had been through a lot of abuse and a lot of just negativity in my life to really make me be like, I don't really believe in marriage. I don't really believe in love lasting. Um, And so I had taken a step in my life to get a master's degree, try and get like the big dream corporate job, buy a lot of amazing expensive shoes and call that like a happy, great plan B kind of life for me. Um, And along this path, while I was in grad school, I met my husband, uh, Jacob. And Jacob was like, 
different than anyone I had ever met. I feel like a lot of people exaggerate their spouse or significant other online. And I feel like I under exaggerate like how wonderful he is. He's just, um, I I've described him as mother Teresa in male form. Like he is just this awesome guy all around. Um, and so when I met him, I was like, wow, I'm rethinking quite a few things. And he was, he was one that was like, but do you believe in marriage? Like, I really believe in marriage and it being a forever long-term thing. And I really had to mull it over. Like, here's this guy willing to take me and my like post-traumatic stress disorder type self and crazy backstory and just love me. And I was like, I believe that you will be awesome. You'll be everything a girl hopes she'll get in a marriage, but I'm still struggling with with the idea of marriage because I feel like so many people get married and they're totally in love and they're totally excited about their wedding. And then it only takes a couple of years before they become these like roommate business partner kind of situations where everything is just like a responsibilities checklist. And did you do this? Did you do this? And you know, there's a lot of memes making fun of each other's spouses. And I was like, I, it, you just turn into that. It seems like it's inevitable. And why would we do that to ourselves when we're so happy and in love dating? And so we did a little bit of pre-marriage counseling, actually, with a clergy leader. And one thing they said, um, they gave us a, a whole class on keeping love alive. And they said, one of the main secret things is going on a date every week. Even if you don't have the money, even if you don't think you have the time, you need to commit to dating. And at the time, I'll be honest, we kind of laughed. They, they like were really elderly couple. They printed off like a Microsoft Word calendar and left the room and they were like, you go ahead and plan some dates for the first <laughs> month you're married. And we were like, oh, please, we're so fun. We'll totally date. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. we kind of started to, and we noticed during our engagement, some of the things they warned us would kind of inhibit us from having date nights and being as close together. And um, we started experiencing some of those things, even while we were engaged. And I was like, these wise souls, they're in their seventies and they're acting like they're like 18 year olds in love. And I was like, we want to be them. They're just awesome people. So they're onto something. So we decided then and there that we would commit to be a little bit different than the couples that I was afraid of being mm -hmm. and that we would go on a date every week, no matter what. And so, um, I wasn't necessarily somebody that was like, let's, let's blog and let the world read our story or anything. It just kind of felt like this little journal that we didn't really tell anyone about that. I was like, we're just going to take a picture of wherever we go, whatever we do, we're going to write a little bit about it and we're going to put it online and oh, yeah. just, you know, stay accountable. So I shared with a couple close friends. So a few people knew about it. I thought maybe my mom would read it. I don't think she ever has, if I'm being honest, <laughs> How um, funny! <laughs> but I kind of thought that would be my audience. Um, and then a few months after we started this, maybe you've heard of this little thing called Pinterest oh, that came out yes. <laughs> <laughs> and people were pinning our, our cheesy, like point and shoot picture of wherever we were. And this audience was like growing and it was a little bit scary to me at first. Cause I thought this is just this little project we're doing, but I started getting these really sweet emails about how we were inspiring other couples um, and how we were helping marriages and people in long-term relationships. And we just kind of kept going with it. And we said, you know, what? it's our project anyway. It's for us. Like if tomorrow, if everything died down and nobody read it again, I would still, I'd put a lot less time into it. I'll tell you that, but <laughs> I would still put up a quick picture of a cell phone picture of whatever we did. And I would still share what we did that week because it's this personal project that's meant everything to our marriage. And we've loved doing it. We've been married for almost eight years now. And we've been doing this for almost 10 now. And it's been such an amazing project and just really fun to help 
inspire other couples. That is so much fun. And I love the way you got started. I like the skeptic turned romantic. I mean, but <laughs> it's real life. It's not a romantic comedy. So that's perfect. Yeah. I love that. So what is your favorite date night or activity with your husband? Okay. So favorite is always hard to say because I feel like people are like, what's your go-to? What do you do often? And we always try to come up with something new. I'm a firm believer in the science behind date night. And when you have new experiences, it sparks a little adrenaline and a little dopamine. And those are the hormones that tell your body that you're in love. And so I'm a firm believer in doing something new all the time. Um, and if I had to choose, though, something that's like really what we fall back on our favorite thing, if we're like, I'm, I've got nothing, like we can't think of something fun this weekend. Um, going out to dinner is always, always a favorite. We love food. We're big foodies. And finding a new restaurant or a type of food we've never tried before is like always a favorite thing to do. Always fun for us. Um, an activity that I feel like we're like Elf, you know, when, the, when he asks her out on a date and is like, do you want to eat food with me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You can always trust that. Like as long as there's food, that's great. It counts as a date. We try to do activities too, but um, that's kind of our go-to favorite thing always. Okay. So we've already kind of touched on this part, but what's something that I guess in your marriage, what has shown you that date nights really are so important? So, you know, I know a lot of happy couples. I think I went in so skeptic thinking there's not very many happy couples. And it's amazing to be married this long and to start to really see that there are a lot of really happy couples. We cite the like 50% divorce statistic. And although that's really sad, there's 50% that stay together. And I would argue a lot of those are really happy, happily married people. And I think um, I've never met a couple that doesn't like that dates regularly that isn't happy. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's like the number one cause to affect, but it's just people that go out regularly and have fun with their spouse. There is extra spark in their relationship. Um, and so I, I think it's important just for that. I also think, um, you know, we, there's a lot of memes and jokes about adulting. Adulting is hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to grow <laughs> up and to have a lot of responsibility. And I think date nights are important because they're like that one time where your job, your responsibility is to go have fun. I mean, how many times do you get to say that's like your goal and your responsibility as an adult? Yeah, not probably not once a week for me. So that maybe that's <laughs> something I need to work on. I, I love, yeah, I love to just the intentionality of you know making that time. Just I'm a quality time love language, so I love the idea of once we don't do once a week. We got to work on that. I'm going to make my husband listen to this podcast. <laughs> but, so I have to be careful. I can't say anything negative tonight because I'm going to have him listen. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's cracking me up. But, but I think it is just so important just for that. Like, I, I know a lot of couples get grouchy about like, should we spend money or, and it's a real thing when you're an adult to be like, should we put some in kids' college funds or should we go out to a little bit nicer dinner tonight? You know, these are like real hard decisions that most couples are making. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so important that when you look back on your life, you want to remember those positive, happy things and that you invested back in your marriage and your relationship. And I think it makes you, you know, more in love and more happy as a couple. But we've been better parents too, because we know that we come first and we're a team you know, I don't want to say against our kids, but maybe against our kids. I mean, if it gets uh, to out of me. And sometimes you just need that team meeting, right? Just to, yeah. it's really important that you get to 
talk to one another and be like, hey, it's us. And it was us first. And it's always going to be us. And it's a reminder that it's our job to have fun. It's our job to love each other. And it's our job to take care of each other first and foremost. And I think dating and having fun does that for every couple. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. So have you ever had a date night idea that was just wrong? That just didn't work (laughs) and it was a bad idea? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've had a a few things where like the unexpected has kind of happened. Um, Like I've bought... right after we had our first son, it took us a little bit to get in the groove of going out without him. Um, I think if you have a newborn, we were like, okay, we got to get a babysitter from day one. This is what we do. This is, you know, this is my job now, actually. I I do this full time. And so I was like, we need one. But we realized that, you know, I'm a nursing mom and I'm like, I guess we're bringing the baby with us. And it was fine. It's really easy to take a newborn along with you. Right. Um, Yeah. They sleep at that. But (laughs) exactly. But when they get a little older, you, you know, you hit that phase <laughs> that you're just like, it's not fun or easy anymore. Like we're just paying attention to you or yeah. you're embarrassing, yeah. like you're loud or whatever. <laughs> so I think we had just hit that phase and we were getting to like our first date nights out in public again, like just us too. And it was really exciting. And I thought I'm going to go on Groupon is one of our favorite places to look to get like random date ideas that are brand new and out of deal. Um, and so we found some like, like a glow stick golf, like a black light glowing, a mini golf kind of place. And when we went to it, um, it was very much designed for like five and under. Oh, no. and, <laughs> and they were like closing in 15 minutes. They closed at seven o'clock or something. Oh and God. we looked at each other. And I was like, I turned to my husband. I was like, do not look, do not let me plan. Like I am in date planning probation for a month. Like it's all you. <laughs> um, and so we laughed about it, but you know, I, I think even those experiences, like they make you laugh so hard and they're a good memory later. And we just kind of pulled up like restaurant reviews in the area. And once again, back to food, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we just found a like really cool foodie place we'd never been to that wasn't super kid friendly. And we went and enjoyed dinner. So I don't know that any like has it gone wrong has come to mind. But I think we've had a lot of those funny moments where we're just like, well, this is uncomfortable or this closed <laughs> this or like awkward. <laughs> we, we literally tried to see um, the greatest showman in theaters three times. Like three, oh, I know you can do Fandango okay. online. Let me preface this. I know you can order them online, but we're always gifted like discount movie passes for Christmas because everyone knows we date yeah. and we don't go on that many movies. Like we just don't do that many actually. But um, we, we had those tickets and every time we go to use those passes, it was like sold out two hours before every single movie. Oh. And we laughed about it that we're like, here we are getting a babysitter and like going to the theater. And once again, being like no movie, but it was always this time just to be like, we're out of the house. There's no kid with us. Let's just like go get food or let's just go for a drive or let's just talk. And so I think we've taken the opportunity to turn all of those like, oh boy, awful or funny or weird, quirky experiences into like, new memories and things we laugh about. That's awesome. Turning the uh, lemons into lemonade. (laughs) I always see those uh, memes on Pinterest and Facebook, like the, um, I hit a Nerf gun or I'm hiding with a Nerf gun. Here's yours, you know, (laughs) and all that. And I'm just like, I could see those going really wrong. So that's what kind of I was thinking (laughs) of when I wrote that question. I was like, what (laughs) is there? Have you tried to get too creative? <laughs> but that's a- yeah. I don't. I guess that we think they're all funny stories. So yes. maybe they've like. I'm sure we have more that I could. Come I could up see with, but- like somebody's eye getting um <laughs> getting injured or you know something from those. Or there's always also the husband ones where they like, here's your outfit on the bed, get dressed, you know. And I'm like, my husband. I like. I love my husband 
so much. But like, I would rather him hand me a card and be like, go get yourself out. Like, I just always, those <laughs> creative date memes, I'm always like, hmm, that, I thought that could go really wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, and I think, I think that's where we're a little bit different in that we, we both plan dates together. So we kind of check each other. Like if I get too girly or too cutesy, he's like, mm, like he is a really good sport. Obviously he poses for a selfie, like every Friday for a blog for like, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. That's so he's obviously a super good sport. But, um, when he has those moments that he's like, I'm not wearing that, we're not going to a place like that. You know, yeah. that's like a good gut check. And then when he has moments that, you know, I'm like, uh, I don't think an eight hour car show is exactly <laughs> going to spark the romance. I mean, I've gone to car shows with him, but I'm like, uh, is, number one, will there be good food? And number two, is there like a time cap on it? And then number three, are we going to the ballet the next week to compensate? So, you know, we yes. have a lot of that, like give and take and, and some of those. Oh, and let me say this, because I know a lot of people ask, they're like, man, I feel like it always goes wrong or one person's having fun and one's not. We just set the rule that it was like, we take turns planning. And the rule is you have to do whatever they say. And then the next week, you don't get to complain at all. You go with a smile, like, and then they, they in turn, I hope I'm saying this right. No, I know what you mean. They do the same for you. So like, we just don't complain. So yes, I go to a car show because he loves cars and I'm not as big of a car person, but I love watching him get really excited. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've done some really like exotic, like bachelor style dates. We've done a lot of really like cheap, easy, you know, I think we're pretty accessible, but we've done a handful where we've like flown places and seen some amazing things. And we went to London um, just for our first big trip once. And I'm like moved to tears in an art gallery. He totally was asleep on the bench. Like, oh, totally. That literally. Yeah, like, I got him. And it happens. Yes. You know, but we we honeymooned holding... in London. And I, Did you? yes. And I was like standing in front of Monet water lilies, like having an epiphany. And Brent was like, I lost him. Like, he was in a different room. He, I, I was like, I'm having exactly. a moment here. And he was just like wandering. <laughs> but we traded off pretty well on that trip because we had 10 days. So we both got to pick plenty of what we wanted to do. <laughs> Which is perfect, right? Yes. And, and I think as long as you say, okay, then I'm going with you wherever you want to go, and I'll go with a smile. I may have jet lag and fall asleep, but I'm going to try my best to be there yes. for you. I, I think that is what keeps it from going too wrong because you kind of, you know, check and balance, and you learn the more you do this, the better you get at going. Yeah, I want to go to the ballet, but you know what? He's not going to have fun. Well, that's kind of a bad example, but because I don't know that we've ever actually been to the ballet on a date. <laughs> I don't think we have, but but we have gone to the symphony, and I'll choose like. Star Wars night for the symphony night, yes. you know, things like that, that he's like, Oh, I can totally get into that. Well, and I'm like, cool. We're hearing great symphony, you know? Yes. And since you're both planning dates, I bet it keeps you accountable because you know, you don't want to, you know, bore the other person too bad because they're, they get payback the next week. So it, it doesn't need exactly. to be a battle that way. <laughs> if you're trading exactly. off, it keeps it even. Okay. Yeah. But I really do think if the rule is like, I go with a good attitude and I smile at whatever you planned, even if like I love sushi and he doesn't, but I'll try to plan some place that he can get something else, you know? Um, and if he smiles through it, then I'll go get whatever he likes to eat that I don't like to eat as much, you know, it's fine. Like give and take, and it's just fun to be together. Yes. A, a, a definite, um, real take into marriage is give and take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, so what is your best free or cheap date night idea? Okay, let me kind of give you two on this one okay. because um, I feel like people have different ideals of like, okay, if it's really free, like I better not pay for a babysitter. Like it better be a hundred percent free. So let me give you one of those. Okay. Um, this was actually our first post to go viral. Um, I had this idea. We always share like funny videos that we see on, you know, Facebook or wherever. Um, and I had this idea to start saving all of them and create a YouTube channel and a playlist that just shared like hilarious PG, PG 13, like pretty clean, um, clips. And I thought this would be really fun if I can get up to like an hour. We could do this for a date where we just sit and like laugh our heads off at these really funny videos. Um, when I looked up, I had two and a half hours of it. Oh, wow. um, and oh my so, gosh. And then we loved it so much. And I was in this habit of saving all of them that we've done it again. So I have two of them. How fun. So if you go to FridayWe'reInLove.com and just look up funny YouTube night, um, both of them will show up and We've curated. I should go make sure they're both in great shape. I haven't looked for a few months, but um, but they should be. You should at least get two hours of really funny YouTube videos that you can watch after you put kids to bed and feel like you went up to see a stand-up comedian for free. So oh, that's like hundred percent free. I do too. And my <laughs> husband loves free. He loves free. Yeah, so I think we all do. Like, there's something about being like we did something awesome and paid literally zero. Um, but then, okay. But part two to that, I think a lot of people feel like I need to go out on the town to feel like I got out and I, you know, I had a date mm -hmm. and, um, one of our favorite things is most museums do a free night. Um, maybe it's once a month, like in, I'm in Phoenix and in Phoenix first Friday, everything is free. They stay open late. And from like six o'clock to I think it's 10 o'clock, you can just go for free. And so that is one that makes us feel like we bought a really expensive ticket to some museum or some venue and we got to do it like totally for free. So pay attention to those cool places in your area because they often have those like free days. Sometimes they're in the afternoon, but a lot of times they're a Friday night and hello, you're like night on the town, right? So all you have to do is pay for a babysitter. Yeah, okay. Awesome. I, that is awesome. I do you, I'm sure in Phoenix you have them. Um, the new electric scooters that are coming out everywhere in the downtown oh, areas. Yeah. I am yeah. Brent and I, my husband and I have talked about it. We're like, we're like, we're gonna go, we're gonna get a babysitter, we're gonna go ride those scooters around downtown. Oh what are you <laughs> okay, talking well, about? I you don't never, know? No, oh, we just got them. We just got them here in our like capital city area. They're little electric scooters, and you can take them, and it's like, um. 
it's really, it's like a dollar to rent one. And then you pay like a certain cents per mile. Like Brent took one to uh, lunch the other day because my husband works downtown and he said it was a dollar 75 and it's like they're electric scooters and you just use them and you just drop it off. Like there's an app where you see where all the closest ones are and you can like go grab one and you just use the app to pay for it and everything. How weird. Yeah. See, look at you. Now I'm going to steal this and totally do this because that sounds super fun. But but when you start looking for things, it's so funny how you see things everywhere that you're like, that would be really fun to just do that. And that would not cost much money or um, it's exciting. So yeah, I love that. It, people that don't have those in their city, a lot of them have bike share programs yes. too. Um, and we did this once. We went to Washington, D.C. for a weekend and they're they're really great about bikes. And we did the same thing. We paid like two bucks and biked through all the monuments and everything. And it was like an awesome date, but wherever you live, even if it's not that, you know, romantic exotic, you can do the same thing, get a scooter, get a, get a bike, you know, something a little out of the ordinary. And that one, those are still, that's, I mean, that's a cheap, that's a cheap Mm -hmm. one. So, you know, yeah, super cheap. And I have tons of a list on my blog. Like this is what we do. So if anyone's listening, yes. going like, what else is out there? I have a post called 52 completely free date ideas. I meant like completely, like you won't have to pay anything for them. Oh, so we'll definitely be one- sharing all your info, girl. <laughs> Everybody yeah. needs these ideas. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're so fun. And I, I don't think money should be an excuse. Like there's times and seasons of life we have more money and and I know that we go on dates that are a little bit more than your average person. That's what we do for a living, right? Yeah. So it's part of what we do. But we also really try hard to include a lot of cheap and free because it's a barrier. And whatever you can do to remove the barrier, I mean, yeah. that's what really matters that you're dating. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So you told us you date once a week, right? Every Friday. But yeah. How- it's sometimes Saturdays, but gotcha. now that we have kids. But yeah, yeah that's we, what we I was going to ask. At least once a week. That was my next question was, how has it changed since kids? Okay. It's changed, right? Um, <laughs> I remember someone snarkily saying to me, um, you enjoy your little blog. Like when you have kids, you won't even date anymore. And oh, they kind of which that's and like, challenge. Oh, that is like the most cynical, mean thing anyone ever said. Um, and, and then I'd also heard people say, well, you're like when we were newlyweds and we started it, they're like, isn't every night date night? Uh, it kind of is, right? But, Before you have kids. But like, it's it's different with your It's not intentional. Intention. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think it's changed quite a bit. Um, just in that it takes more planning. That's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to get babysitters if you're going to leave them. Um, our, I know everybody has like a different kid situation, right? Um, I'm not one to ever tell anyone like, this is the bedtime your kids should go down and this is how things should go. Every family does what works for them. And I have friends who their kids are in bed by like 630 every night. And they're like, we have the whole night at home to date. I do not have those children. (laughs) Um, If we put them down at that time, they'll still just, you know, hang out for another two, three hours. So we kind of have like later night kids, no matter what we do, which is fine. They sleep in. It's just kind of how their little internal clocks work. So, you know, I think um, we have to plan around that, right? We have to know what babysitter can handle putting them to bed because we usually go out before our kids go to bed. I think for some people, they know like this is what time we're putting our kids down. So we have to go to a little bit like later movie or whatever when our kids are already down. I mean, I think just the thought process of how we do things, when we do things, why we do things. Um, We have a shared Google calendar that's our date night calendar just to help us stay really organized. And we put 
like if we want to surprise each other, we'll just put like date night. But usually we put very specific things with the details and the time and the ticket number and the, you know, everything. And then we invite each other. And so it's our little keep us organized and keep us on track. And that is something we probably could have got by without that before we had kids. I don't think we did this very um, religiously up until children, but you really have to think ahead when you have kids. And I think you have to be more flexible too, right? Like we've been out to really nice things and got the text that the baby's been crying for 45 minutes straight and we have to plan to come save the babysitter and the, you know, the baby. And, and so you have to roll with it a little bit more and and plan things a little bit different. But I think being more intentional is even more important because you can't be like, Oh yeah, we'll go on a date either Friday or Saturday. It's like, get your babysitter. Um, we like to get one that's like a job you're coming every weekend and you know it. Um, so we just have one like on repeat and on call and it saves that headache. Um, but we have to be really, you know, really well planned on timing and, and communicate really well on what we're doing. And I think budgeting, you have to, you know, watch your budget just a little more when you get kids too, and make sure there is still the date night budget for you guys. Okay. Totally agree with that. It's so, it's like a a split, a switch flips. I'm having word issues. (laughs) A flip switch after you have kids, a switch flips. I can't talk. I'll I'll edit all this out. (laughs) Um, After you have kids, it's just, you have to, the flexibility is so much different because I used to be, I'm still love planning, but like, you just have to be able to roll with it. If a date night or like a babysitter presents itself, you have to roll with it and run out the door. I've had that happen before where Brent's like, Hey, well, so-and-so is going to dinner. And my mom said she could babysit. And it's like 20 minutes before we need to leave. And my planner self (laughs) is like, how can I get ready in time? Like what? But you just got to do it. You just got to, you just got to take the opportunities. Right. And vice versa. Like if they cancel, do you have some backup things you can do and still have fun, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, it's totally like a part for the moment and part, like let's really plan as much as we can to a T and, and just roll with whenever we get the opportunity to be together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you've already touched on this a little bit, but are, do you have any other advice for, um, new parents just trying to make date night happen? Yeah. Um, I have a post about this too, but it's called making date night happen with a baby. Um, I think get in your groove and kind of decide, like, if you don't feel comfortable leaving your baby with a babysitter, it's okay. Like we all get there. You trust me, you'll get to the point where you'll be like, please take my kids off my hand. But, um, when you're brand new, it can be really, really hard to leave your baby with someone. And I think knowing those like algorithms, like we learned really quickly, Hey, our baby sleeps really well from like seven to nine we could go to dinner with a sleeping baby and a little sound machine in his car seat. Um, so I think you just re roll with the time that you have and it's okay if your date's really short. That's the other thing. Like we have had times where we're like, Hey, we're going to go get fast food for like 40 minutes and we'll be right back. Um, I think you just do whatever you can when you're a brand new parent and then, um, getting in like, in sync of maybe we're going to do some at home. Maybe we're going to do some with friends. Maybe, we're going to bring baby. Um, just, just know that like, it does get better. Kids really do get more predictable. Schedules get better. Sleep gets better. Like there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I think as long as you're still making sure you have a little bit of quality time with your significant other, that is what really matters. Yes. yes I love absolutely. That. So are, 
it, are your dates always just the two of you or do you ever have like a we're gonna take the three-year-old or we're gonna take a couple friend or is it always just you two yeah okay okay so that post that's like um dating with the baby um I share that how once a month we do plan like a family date that's just kind of the cadence of things we like to do things with our kids they're really fun um for us it's totally better when it's like the two of us and we get that quality time but occasionally we do things like go to the zoo or go to the aquarium that we're like I think we're gonna have more fun with our three-year-old saying random weird things and um, getting excited you know so it's gonna be more fun with him here and so we do we do plan that um and make sure that they're included, you know, once a month. And it, ours is really cute. He knows what it means that he even has a few little like button up and polo shirts that he'll be like, let Aww. me get my date shirt. And that knows that adorable. mommy, daddy, dress up. Oh it's gosh. super cute. And I love it. And so um, we love that he's learning that it's this really special thing and something to look forward to and, and kind of setting that example um, that hopefully he'll do too as he gets older. So yeah, they're included um, once a month. We do love double dates and we do love group dates, but we've found something about them. Um, We spend more time being social with our friends and getting like strengthening our friendship than we do with each other. And so I think we make this call on like a week by week or a month by month basis. Um, I think when it was just us before we had kids, we were happy to double date like every other week or do a big group date. But as we've had kids, man, especially with a three-year-old, any three-year-old moms will like fill me on this they hit that why question phase that it's just like, they talk, 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 talk. And you're like, I will never get to talk to your dad again. <laughs> like yes. it's, when he's in the car, like we don't even get a word edgewise. And he, he loves to talk. And so it's like a special time that we actually get to talk and share whatever without kids nearby. So as much as I'm like a big fan and I'm never going to bash like group dates and double dates and we do them and we do them often. And primarily we like to go out with just each other mm-hmm. just because that's the phase that life we're in. Um, I can see when we're empty nesters that we might be like, let's double date again. Yeah. Because, you know, You're boring me. No. We're back there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we have those like really good friends. Everybody has their best friends. And I'm, I'm a fan of double dates. I think they're great. Um, it's great to go out with like family members if you're close to them, double dates. But we try to make sure like more than half the time it is just us. I'd say 75% of the time it's just us. And then we'll include friends maybe every other month. And then we include our kids once a month. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So now we have a set of mom questions that we ask all of our guests. And the first one is what is your biggest mom thing? Like what's your biggest mom worry? What, you know, kind of keeps you up at night? Um, I always worry about my kids' self-esteem. I, oh, I used to be a teacher in a former life. And I think I have just seen, I was a high school teacher and I've just seen how the world just eats kids up, right? They all think they're so ugly and, and awful and they don't like it. They just don't have anything positive to say about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it used to break my heart, even as a teacher before I was even you know married and had kids. I always thought, what can I do to help kids have better self-esteem to know that they're really awesome people? Because as a teacher, I could see like, how cute, even at their worst, ugliest, awkwardest phases, you know, you can still see the cuteness and the potential in kids. So I always want my kids to have self-esteem, to know that they're wonderful people, despite, you know, if they are going through an acne phase or, you know, (laughs) just an awkward phase. We all go through times and seasons of life. And I want them to know that they're awesome individuals and capable of doing anything they want to do in life. 
Um, and that's just something I'm, I'm always like over complimenting. I probably, but with real things, you know, and, and I try not to compliment the superficial things, but the things that really matter about you were so kind today Mm -hmm. and you tried so hard and you're such a hard worker. And, um, so I think it's, I probably overstress that they're three and five months old and, (laughs) You know, my three-year-old's at the phase that'll tell you, like, I'm the smartest little boy in the world. And I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> and I actually love when little girls tell you they're the prettiest little girl in the world and their parents roll their eyes. I'm like, no, 12 is coming for her. Yeah, you are the prettiest little girl in the world. So it, it's like my big mom thing that I think we all need to be really, like, praising. We spend so much time saying no and trying to make them behave perfectly that I really just believe in, in boistering them up and, and I'm not perfect at this, but, you know, trying really hard to help them have self-esteem and see the good in themselves and the good in others and focus on those things. Yes. I love that. That's a good one. So what's your favorite way to relax at the end of the long day? Boy, I don't know that I ever relax. I am like a go a hundred miles an hour person. I guess like unwind a little bit would definitely be talking to my husband, like having that connection time when the kids are in bed. Um, we have the rule that we can tell each other to like put your phones down anytime or get away from technology. And we have some really like dedicated, even if it's just a couple minutes, like look each other in the eyes, talk about our day, talk about our kids for a minute, talk about plans. And that is what really like recharges my batteries to keep going. That's yeah. so sweet. Y'all are adorable. <laughs> well, <thick. laughs> I mean, we've got a lot of work to do here. <laughs> You can't tell on a podcast, but I'm like bright red. Uh, right well, maybe we, j- Chris, we just need to go on weekly dates. This is what- yeah. <laughs> see. Ra- Rachel is married to my brother, so we're sister in laws. So, Br- oh, how fun! And is my brother. So, anyway, yeah, I, we definitely are not weekly dating around here. So, well, we and we're definitely not double dating because we're usually either watching each, each other's, other's kids, kids. <laughs> or. Nana, your, Chris's mom, my mother-in-law is watching the kids. So then she can't keep the other kids because then there's six kids. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's too Un- many. Under six. Yeah, they're all. Six, yeah, six kids under six. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. So, we, and, you know, it can be a little tedious, but I've got a lot of great ideas for jumpstarting it for sure. <laughs> Good. Okay. So what is your best mom tip or mom hack that you would tell a new mom? Everyone has advice to give you. Oh my God, so much. (laughs) So much advice. There's a billion books out there and, you know, they're all valid. There's a lot of methods. There's a lot of things. And I would say just listen and thank them for their advice and do whatever you want, Mm -hmm. whatever you feel is right. And you don't even have to do it kid by kid. Every kid you have is totally different. You're going to parent one different than another one. So you know, feel free to like read everything, listen to everything, thank everyone, you know, be polite about it. And then just go home and do whatever your mom gut tells you because mom does know best. Yes. Love it. Yep. Amen. Well, thank you so much. So we've already talked a bit of, a little bit about where everyone can find you, but go ahead and give them the rundown again, because I know everybody's going to be searching for these lists. <laughs> Okay, so you can follow us on FridayWe'reInLove.com. Um, if you want to get on, we do an email list actually where we send out a date idea every week. So oh, you can find fun. it right on the website. It's right on the top toolbar. It's called Beyond Dinner in a Movie Series, giving you fun date ideas there. Um, so our email list is a great place to get signed up and start getting getting those weekly. So FridayWe'reInLove.com. 
Um, and then Instagram, if you want a little like behind the scenes, we do Insta stories a lot, sharing them a little bit in advance. Um, we're Friday, we're in love.com there. Facebook, we're Friday, we're in love.com. Um, and then I do some on Twitter too. I'm Camille Whiting on Twitter. Oh, perfect. Well, I think we'll, um, we'll be, you know, of course, tagging all your stuff on our site and at Surviving Motherhood Podcast on Instagram and survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com. But thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. Oh, thank you for having me. And you, I mean, I feel like we got some really good ideas tonight. Things that I would have never thought of. So thank you. Thank well, you are so kind. Thank I, you. I need to use, I need to use it. We all, we've been uh, like, I just feel like I've been going 24 seven since Christmas and like, I haven't sat down. So I would love to sit down with my husband and do something fun. I need to make yes, that a priority. I, I want to watch the YouTube. I want to laugh. Like I need yes. a good laugh. <laughs> Yeah, do it. Yes. Well, thank you so much again. And um, um, we will link to everything. And thank you guys for tuning in too. Good luck surviving motherhood. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.